Hello and welcome to HCTV Extra Time in association with Sportsbroker. I'm pleased to be joined by the Huddersfield Examiner's ex-sports editor, Mel Booth, and current Huddersfield Examiner writer and, and opter analyst, David Hartrick. How are you two both doing this evening? Good. Yeah, great. I almost said afternoon then. I'm full of life and energy after that. <laughs> I think it's earlier in the day than it is. Um, Mel, if we, we start with you, um, the way that game ended... Going into to Friday night and another quick turnaround that was perhaps the, the perfect ending to that fixture for, for town. Yeah, I mean, the, the result is everything, isn't it? In this situation, so close to the end of the season, you're playing a rival right up there in the playoffs. Zone, uh, and the one thing you've got to do, if you possibly can, is win. And that's what town did. Yeah, there were ups and downs. The first half was extremely cagey from both sides. Um, cancelling each other out. Um, but then it opened up a little bit more in the second half. Um, and, you know, town, they they produced what was necessary. They got the breakthrough. They had uh, a little bit of luck when the penalty was missed. It would have been an interesting last 20 minutes had Luton scored. Uh, but then to get the, you know, to get the goal right at the end and seal it was fantastic. But it was, it was all about the result tonight. Um, that is so, so important with these next couple of games coming up. Yeah, Mel touched on it slightly there, Dave, but it's something that you mentioned quickly before we started recording. The first half was was completely different. There was almost nothing to separate them. It was a real contrast to styles. Luton, obviously, a little bit more direct than than Town, who who build a bit more patiently. But it was it was quite interesting to watch a real tactical battle and one, you know, Sky cameras here tonight, one they're probably glad they picked and, and moved and had on this evening uh, with, with hardly anything else on. It seemed at that point as if that's much the way that the second half would go and, and instead it, it seemed to open up a bit more. Yeah, I, I think, to be honest with you, it, it was two very decent teams cancelling each other out a little bit and... I think Luton had done their homework and I think they, they were going man for man in certain areas of the pitch and they were doing a very decent job at it as well, to be honest. But half-time, I think, came at quite a, a good point in the game because I think it gave Corbin a little bit of time to just shuffle around a little bit. And Luton went a little bit more open second half and that just gave Town a couple of pockets of space to operate in. And yeah, it, it, the first half, it wasn't, it wasn't a classic by any stretch, but... I, I thought it was a very interesting game throughout, really, um, and it's it's one of those games that I, even at even at with Town one nil up, I honestly didn't know how it was going to finish. It didn't feel like a game they were going to see out particularly comfortably, um, but you know, Luton are a decent side. That is an excellent win. I, the other thing I think I think we talk about six pointers only in terms of a relegation battle. That's a six-pointer, that, because not only have Town got three points, they've taken three points off a rival in those playoff places. So, yes, yeah, just just a massive win. Dave, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the uh, spot slightly. Did you think it was a penalty? I, well, to, to, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the thing is, in our row, the, TV, the TVs were going a bit weird tonight, and I didn't actually see a replay. From where I'm looking, you're, you're sat in the press box with me, so you can see you got a very good angle. There didn't look a lot in it, shall we say. There did not look a lot in it. I can, But I can also see why it was given, because 
the referee has to take a position on the pitch. So he can see, he can only look from his his angle there. I think, well, it was missed, so let's not worry about it. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a saying in basketball when a free throw is given that the ball don't lie, and uh, perhaps we can go along those uh, those lines tonight. Mel, what about yourself? Did you think it was a penalty? No, I didn't actually. I thought it was very, very soft. Um, <laughs> I do, it could have it could have been given the other way, and nobody would have batted an eyelid. Yeah, um, I really couldn't see it personally, but there we are. Um, you know, you could argue. You know, you shouldn't be making any contact in that area when you're the mm-hmm. defensive player. But yeah. I, I didn't see it. I, I really thought it was a very soft penalty. And I'm, you know, it, it, fortunately it was missed because it would have been a harsh way for for town to go level yeah. at that stage with 20 minutes. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because I think you, you, you've definitely seen them given um, to get one cliche out of the book. And then the other one is it's, it's down the other end and we're, yeah. we're not giving it, then you, you're screaming for it as well. So I it's, think it's I, a strange... I, on, I, would, I would say that I know he's missed the penalty and I know he's put it to the outside of the post, but Lee Nichols, Lee Nichols was massive. Well, not only did he have it covered, but he was magnificent in the build-up to that penalty because he got in his head he properly got in his head beforehand. And I don't know if the Sky cameras caught it, but Lee Nichols is definitely a specialist on penalties, isn't he, from start mm-hmm. to finish? Yeah, it's one of his uh, many, many tricks uh, that he, he has up his sleeve, uh, Lee, and it's not just making serves that he's, he's very good at between the sticks. Yeah. Um, Mel, that was a huge moment because straight afterwards, Luton, for want of a better phrase, their head seems to go a little bit. There was a possible red card. For you know, a big shove on Lewis O'Brien, and you know, a couple of yellows came out of that. Sarber Thomas got one as well, and then the game really seemed to to just you know lose its temper a little bit until Nabi Sar came on and, and wrapped it up. Yeah, it got it got spicy all of a sudden, didn't it? You know, yeah. particularly after the penalty. I mean, I think Naismith was really lucky um, not to suffer a, you know a harsher penalty for, uh, for for flooring Lewis O'Brien, basically. Um, but it got really tasty after that and it opened up a little bit more. And the pace of Sober Thomas, I mean, someone said to me just afterwards, they didn't think he'd had a good game. But his pace on the break, there were several chances that, and, mm. and really good play from him where he left defenders in his wake. And I, I thought Sober Thomas, <clears throat> he might not always have the greatest game, but the opposition have got to take notice of him and they mm. can't get him out of their heads, because if they do, he's going to punish them. And, I mean, he had the chance where the ball was played over the top uh, and it went wide and he ran onto it. Um, and, you know, he had the shot across the face of goal. But once again, his, his delivery of the ball into the box from set pieces and corners has been pretty good. And, you know, you, you can't write the guy out of the game at all. Uh, we, we were saying we don't really know what he got the yellow card for, but um, you know, he's, with that sort of pace and that sort of ingenuity and that sort of flair, he, he just adds that little bit to the game, doesn't he? And, you know, I mean, I thought Daniel Sinani was unlucky to see that rasping drive, I think, would have would have gone in the roof of the net and it hit someone's shoulder and went over the bar. So there the were, the were, I think there were more chances for town um, in, in, in the game overall, clear chances than there were uh, yeah. for Luton. And, you know, maybe that's a commentary on, you know, the, the defence, it was a, a big physical struggle tonight, Raj. They had to be yeah. on the ball. Mm. They were helped 
knocked out by Hoggy. But Tom Lees was magnificent in the middle there. And, um, you know, on a, on a night like tonight, when you need, against a big physical Luton team, you've got to stand up and be counted. And I think Town were tonight. And that's, you know, that was a, a stamp on a really, really good result. Yeah, Mel, if I just stick with you for this next one, because it, it, it follows on from what you're saying, I think it was a really brave team selection from Carlos Corbran because he, he moved Sarber Thomas over to the left where he, he's probably more familiar playing for Wales. He brought Pippa in a, a right back rather than going with Turton with you know Matty Pearson obviously missing at the minute with his knee complaint. It, it was as attacking as he could possibly go against the team that he knew was going to be more direct. And he, he seemed to manage the game very well with his substitutions, you know, bringing Naby on when he did. He could have quite easily gone with him from the start and gone with a more natural three. Um, Jonathan Hogg is somebody who you know, was playing such a, a crucial dual role, dropping in from midfield in between to split Lees and, and Colwell when he needed to, but also, you know, stepping forward when he could as well. I think it was a game that the bench does, you know, deserves some some credit for as well because they did about as well as they could. Yeah, with, without a doubt. I mean, it was a, it was a, a good night from that point of view. Um, I mean, I thought we started extremely brightly. You know, the first 10, 15 minutes, I thought we were we looked very good and we were committing people forward on the break. And as you mentioned, Sober's on the left there and he was getting the ball. <coughs> the, Sorry, the only the I think the the only guy who became a bit isolated was Danny Ward. We weren't really quite getting the service into him. That doesn't mean he had a poor game. He was challenging for everything that went anywhere near him. He ran his socks off, and you need your centre forward to do that in a game which certainly in the first half was very very. It looked like two teams desperately not wanting to concede the first goal, and we didn't really get much service into Danny, particularly at that time. But he kept on working and working really hard. And after that, it sort of settled down and every, it became a bit, a bit nullified, really, at both ends of the pitch. But in the second half there, again, it, it opened up once more. And, uh, yeah, I thought the substitutions were very good. Obviously, the Saar one worked out particularly well. Um, but, you know, Dwayne Holmes, had, you know, he, he came on and was busy once Sinani mm-hmm. had gone off. And that's what you want him to be. You want him to be a nuisance um, and, to, and to, to just give you that little bit of extra zing for the last half hour or whatever. So, yeah, I, th- I think that they worked the substitutions really well. Um, you know, and Jordan, you know what you're going to get from Jordan when he comes on. Um, and, it, yeah, it, it, you know, uh, we, we've said it before, and, you know, at the risk of repeating myself, you know, the result is... Paramount tonight. That's yeah. the thing. Somebody that, that Dave uh, uh, Mel just quickly touched on is Nabi Sar. I want to you know, touch on him a little bit more here. Um, down the tunnel in the, the dressing room when the full time whistle went and all the lads had finished their interviews and everything. The biggest cheer you've ever heard all evening, regardless of how many were in the stands, were from the home dressing room when Nabi walked back in. They're all obviously delighted for him. He's, you know, it's Ramadan at the moment. He's fast. There was actually a moment in the first half where I saw him nip down the, the tunnel where he's obviously breaking his fast. You know, he's doing something incredible to come on and, and you know, it was straight into the action defensively, uh, clearing some balls, heading it, sticking his, you know, not a, a second drop to performance wise, but then straight up the other end, reading the corner really well, brilliant sort of delivery, stooping down for a big man and, and getting it in the back of the net. It were, you know, it's about a nicer story for Nabi as you can get that. Yeah, it is. It's brilliant. And the thing is with with Navi is like he's moved one up 
the the sort of ranks because Pearson's injury looks like it's going to be a few weeks yet. So having these players who can do that, who can come on and just fit straight into the system and and just play at a level right from the word go is massive. And it, I think, you know, I'd go further and say it's perhaps the key difference between last season and this one, if I'm brutally honest with you. And he, he loves a goal now. Bizarre, doesn't he? he he'll, he'll do that. He loves popping up in those positions at set pieces. And it was another brilliant delivery as well, it's worth saying as well, from, from Silver Thomas. But yeah, it's a great story and it's a great moment. And it's it's another great moment in the season of them. You know, this is this is what happens when things are going your way and you've got a good set of lads who are clearly playing for the shirt, they're clearly playing playing for the crowd. And yeah, it was just yeah, great moment. Yeah, I think it was just one of those where with such a quick turnaround, not just the game on Friday, but then Monday again away at, at Borough, this is the type of game that regains momentum because it's been a, a strange period now where we've seemed to have not played for a long time just because we've been on television and, and the, the fixtures aren't Saturday 3pm anymore for us. They're, they're here, there and everywhere. So we've had to wait for this fixture a little while, uh, as have Luton, and then we've we've you know, we've performed well on the night. Now we get to go into this next run to end the season, really, because there isn't really any point where we, we get a real break anymore until the end of the year. Well, you know, we, we'll see how it ends, but this is about a perfect to start into that real last running as you could could want. Yeah, without a doubt. Now, I think what, what Dave's just said there is it, it, it is a team and it's a squad which you can move people about and it's still a team. So... <clears throat> that's a really, really positive thing. Um, you know, they, they they are at one. They all seem to know exactly what, they, what they're doing. Um, you know, the jobs that they're allocated each day. You know, Hoggy today, you know, dropping back in. He's playing, you know, you get, um, you know, Toffolo and Pippa. You, nobody would really mention them, but they've done lots of good things tonight. And Lewis O'Brien in the middle. You know, he, Lewis has had a, you know... He, he never stops. He really is a real all-action player, and yeah. you know he, he, he's not always brilliant. He doesn't. It doesn't always go for him. But the one thing you know is he's never going to stop. Yeah, so and he's, he's, he's still twenty-three as well, isn't he, Mel? So you know he's, yeah. he's got so much room to grow as well. <clears throat> it gives your team massive energy, and at this stage of the season, you know we we, we you know we're looking the same. Matty Pearson's out injured, which is a, a blow for everyone. You know he's a real strong man at the back uh, and a fantastic defender um, but you know there are other people to step in and there are other people who will pick up the mantle and they'll take it to the opposition and Lewis O'Brien in the midfield is one of those and he'll he'll never stop you know he'll always give this team that sort of uh, impetus when they need it and, and like Dave said things are going for town at the moment but they're working hard for it and they're deserving it um, you know the previous game you know, um, Toffs comes up with the winner. Nabisar seals the game tonight. You know, people are popping up from all over the place. And that tells you that this is a very united squad. And, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're set up for the top six, I'll tell you. That's a, a lovely note to end it on, Mel. I don't, we've got another game to, to concentrate on sooner rather than later, so we can't talk about this one forever. I know you're keen as well to make sure your car isn't clamped before <laughs> you can go. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, thank you, Mel, for your time. Thanks, Dave, as ever, for your time. And, and thanks as ever to, to Sports Broker for sponsoring the show. And we'll, uh, we'll be back with you soon to uh, preview that QPR game on Friday.